I'm Sharice, and you're listening to the Growing in Love Together podcast. said the growing in love together podcast all right so you may be wondering why on earth has it changed well um let me just break it down for you it has changed because i feel like i want to talk more about my family as a whole and how we are going in love together and not just my daughter and I that are growing in love together because we really the the hashtag growing in love together is really something that speaks to our life as a family and how we choose to grow in love together I talked about it a little bit in the episodes before how we talk about D and I talk about stepping into the awkward space and doing things that are uncomfortable and that is something that we do as a family so although I did go from active duty to an active mommy I really want to speak to start to finish you know start to now um about growing in love together so I've changed the name of the podcast to growing in love together it is currently if you're listening to this in um, uh, real time as in present day if you're listening to this right now you know and you're experiencing the whole coronavirus and um, right now I've been able to work from home but I decided to take some time off this time off that I've had has really had me reflecting on how I am present with my family being home all day really shows me how much I am not present with them even when I'm not at work Physically going to work, what I've seen has helped me leave everything behind, come back, pick it up, do whatever I need to do, go to bed, do the same thing the next day. Being home has pushed me outside of my comfort zone of being work, home, um, do everything, go to bed, go to work again. It has pushed me outside of that because now I'm having to get up and actually interact with my family. I know it might sound bad or weird or something like that, but um, I'm sure for some of you it will resonate that 
sometimes being able to shut off home life and go to work and work and come back it's easier than living in the present day with them and I've known only a life of work come home work come home work come home from the military and even now Working outside of the military has really, I feel like it really hasn't changed for me in how I respond to going to work. I feel like I need to pour my all into work. It's my livelihood, right? And so I feel like I should pour everything into it, do what I can to push forward and keep pushing for my goals. But sitting at home has really shed some light on how much I don't put that much um, dedication and time in when I when I'm home after work, you know, fully setting aside those things from work and diving into what my kids are doing, what my lovely man is doing and really Embracing them. It's almost like. Somewhere along the way. It reversed where I was looking forward to going to work. Finishing this. Finishing that. Finishing that. Finishing that. And then. Coming home was just a quick relief. I don't have it all together right now. Because I'm still processing it. Like I said I'm sitting in the middle of it right now where I'm discovering this and here I am day three because I went to work on Monday um I worked from home on Monday and then I took Tuesday Wednesday and now Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and now here's Friday off so this is day four um day three is full full three days that I've actually been able to process this and um I don't have all the answers right now But I know that it's the next step in my growth and really pouring into my family like I should, you know, like I feel I should Um, because it's important and not in a crazy, ridiculous, I'm going to quit type way, but If I lost my family, I'd have nothing. If I lost my job, I'd have my family. And I really started to look at this and go, wow, you know, if I lose them, I'm nothing. You know, it's like, why am I pouring so much into my work? I feel like from what I've gathered in the last few days, I feel like I see, I feel and see more wins uh, in my face, you know, at work, whether it's a smile from a coworker, a, um, a thank you from someone that I supervise, you know, it's, 
that sense of fulfillment and when I'm home I don't really look for it not saying it's not here um, it's not what I really look for and I'm choosing to turn my eyes ears heart um, to that and see those moments where they are thanking me they may not say it I'm going to get emotional and I don't really want to, but they may not say it, but the look in their eyes when I've done something for them is their thank you to me. And just the simple things like anytime that I'm going through something and, um, D isn't here, my son takes the time to lay in the bed with me. And before now, um, before I got out of the military even, I did not even believe in kids being in the bed. Like, it was just a foreign concept to me. Why would they be in the bed when they have their own bed, you know? Um, so when he's asking to lay in the bed, I, I, um, used to, and sometimes I have to stop myself from doing so, but, um, I used to be super adamant about like, no, you can't sleep in my bed. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. And then that resulted in him going haywire. Like, why can't I? Oh, I'm just going to jump around and have fun until it's time for me to go to bed. You know, you know, kids do. And they're just like, "Ah, I just want to be alone. I don't want to do any of this. I just want you to go to bed or not be in my room, you know. But I noticed that when I'm hurting, the best place for them to be is next to me. And it's not only the best place for them but the best place for me and my heart. It didn't dawn on me at night, but um, in the morning I thought, man, he was in the bed because he knows my heart hurts. And he doesn't really know how to explain it, I'm sure, but he's, he's seven. He doesn't really know how to explain it, I'm sure of that. But all he knows is that he wants to make me feel better. And um, he did by him being in that bed with me. Now, you know, let's not get ahead of ourselves here because no, I was not cuddling with him. I still need to grow in that area. But uh, it is something that I am working on. Um, but, and I want to work on it before it's too late, quote unquote, you know, because until I have, I mean, I want to work on it before I have to teach him to cuddle, you know, I want to be doing it now. So he knows that it's okay. And him and his sister do all the time. So he knows it, but he doesn't know it's okay with me. 
So, um, yeah, so being at home has shed some light on a few things. And another one of them is the fact that, um, I'm, I'm awkward talking to my own kids. You know, I don't know what to do. I'm just sitting there, you know, I've, um, deleted Facebook and Instagram apps from my phone. So I'm just sitting there and I don't have that weird idle time to randomly hit the, um, hit the Facebook or Instagram button without react. You know, it's just like a muscle memory you just hit it you know and it comes up so I have no none of that right now I have to physically get on the web browser or physically get on my laptop and be on Facebook you know in order to um, see what other people are posting social media the scrolling is unhealthy for me right now and I've really seen that in just the fact that I don't have them on my phone right now Um, and I'm sure there will come a time when I'm fine with it and not just automatically going to it and letting it be my escape and never coming out of it until the kids are ready to go to bed and I'm trying to scream at everybody to get everything done and get to bed before it's too late But right now, I, I can't. So I've chosen my family over social media. I've chosen my family over my job. And it's hard to say that. It's hard. And I really don't know why it's hard, you know. Um, I don't know. It may, I feel exposed when I'm not blocking out my feelings and what's really going on with me and to expose myself to my family is a really hard space to be in. When I go to work, I can put on this, um, persona of hey it's all good yay let's all go you know and that's just because nobody's around me long enough to notice those things and I don't allow them to be either um and then when I come home I scroll on social media and cook while listening to music because I don't want anybody to come into my bubble of vulnerability, (laughs) if you will, you know. Um, And I really, I just know I feel some type of way when when I even think about it. It's like, I, I don't know why it's very uncomfortable, but it is. And that's my next step of, um, growing and as I said before I don't have all the answers I'm just trying to figure this thing called life out while consulting friends and 
praying and having them pray for me as well. I, outside of that, I don't, I really don't know what to do. But I'm here. I'm here for all of it. And I can't wait for the day when I look back on this episode and listen and hear myself and go, wow, it was really tough back then. But now it's so easy. So easy. And, um, yeah. So, so yeah, this is growing in love together because my son needs me just as much as my daughter does. I don't feel like either one needs me more than the other. Um, and right now it's time for me to step up, step up how, um, how present I am. I haven't been very present and I always look for a vacation, you know, to be relaxed and not you know like all the things like oh I can be relaxed I don't have to do anything I can chill and then I will be open you know but um given the current state of our nation and world um we can't really travel right now so our vacation plans are on hold and I feel like that was a blessing in disguise because I just we gotta make um, I gotta make time for them and be present with them as I'm recording this episode I'm looking at the time because it is nearing time for them to be done looking at electronics I have their uh, electronics on a timer. So um, I just wanted to come here and just say that um, be present. Let them see you. They've seen me the last few days and they're just they've blossomed a lot I've seen it you know toward me I've heard them laughing and joking with each other but never directly with me so um I've seen it and I and I'm I'm loving it and I retract every once in a while because I start to get in my own head like dang I really have been missing out And I just, it's, um, it's crazy just knowing that, you know, be present, be present with them. 
Let them see your vulnerability. Let them see the hurt, the pain, the uncertainty. They really need to see that it's normal to feel this way sometimes. And to feel this way when certain things happen. This is how I view it. If all they see is me, go, 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 not having any problems, never shedding a tear, they feel like, one, that I don't understand emotion, emotions that they feel, and then they will block crying, being sad with me. Or they will think that this is how they should be throughout life and not show their children emotion. I mean, I don't want that for them. I want them to see the humanness in me. I want them to feel the humanness in me and come to me when they hurt, when they're sad, when they're happy. I want them to come to me. Be present with them they need it in this world of social disconnect only via social media does anyone connect the only real connection that they probably will get is at home at school and at work So if the connection isn't strong at home, they will seek connection elsewhere. Hence why Ole Miss Thang was doing her thing that she was doing in episode two. (laughs) I don't want to wake up to another thing like that without doing everything in my power to connect so I will end with this be present remove the you in guilt and grow in love together thanks for listening